Welcome to C-Suite Radio. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. We're talking with director Matthew Saville about a brand new project, Juniper, a wonderful film and an equally talented cast. Uh, I cannot wait for people to watch this. Matthew, thanks for your time and congratulations on this wonderful project. Oh, thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here. Yes. Well, let's talk about it. You have a top notch cast, a wonderful story. How did this project come about for you and what interested you in taking it on uh, as a storyteller uh, and a content creator? Uh, I guess it started off as, you know, write what you know. And um, I just started writing a story about my um, my grandmother who came to live with me for, for the last part of her life. Uh, I didn't really know her. She was sort of estranged from our family, very smart, intelligent, funny drank close to a bottle of gin a day uh, <laughs> of course and um you know she had had this crazy crazy life she'd been to the spanish civil war she had done all these things and uh, it started off with that as an inciting incident and then i kind of you know there are elements of truth in it things that have happened in my family but but then it's its own story so i i, I took her character uh and sort of mixed her with um you know, people like Lee Miller or um, Martha Gellhorn, the famous uh, war, war journalist who was um, married to Ernest Hemingway. So uh, it kind of became its own thing, but that was the inciting incident. Yeah, I love that idea and concept of write what you know. I think that's probably one of the smartest things that you can do if you are looking to create something, right? Because, I mean, that's where the honest and true stories come from, I think. Yeah, I think everything comes from somewhere inside yourself. I mean, even if you're writing science fiction, there is <laughs> there is some something that you want to yeah. share or something you want to express. But but certainly, um, there's a certain sense of hope of authenticity that comes from the film, and it's good to kind of you know have a world you've kind of lived in that you're exploring, but you're still 
you know, trying to tell a, well, I'm still trying to tell a, a universal human, human story, I guess. Yeah. Yes. So having, have this been part of your life, you know, and you're writing from experiences and that type of thing, are there certain messages or subtexts that you are wanting to present to the audience that you hope they grab onto when they get a chance to watch? I think uh, I just hope they see themselves in it, even though it does come from uh, partly from my experience. I mean, it's about uh, human connection, yeah, and and that's predominantly what I think the, the one of the main things. I sort of went from writing a coming of age story and then realized I was writing a um, a platonic love story, you know, uh, and and that's kind of when it kind of turned into into something else. Um, I, I also think the idea of of family that we that we all our families are are complicated and that's yeah. okay is interesting to me. Mm. Yeah, complicated is okay. I think if <laughs> if it were all wine and roses, it might be worse. <laughs> Maybe uh, on the reverse yeah. and that sort of thing. Well, it's a great mm. film. I had a chance to screen it, and I think audiences will appreciate it and enjoy it, especially in a time right now where content is king and there's so much to consume, it can be virtually impossible uh, to see everything. But if you want to watch something that has truth and, and has meaning to it, this is definitely it. And hopefully a few, a few laughs along the way. Yeah, as well. definitely <laughs> a little too close to home, a little too close to home. <laughs> yeah. Where did the journey begin for you as a storyteller? Uh, you know, uh, funnily enough, I've just always wanted to write. I um, weirdly, I was dyslexic, and um, I struggled at school. Uh, and um, and then I started reading. Mm. I sort of said to my dad, "You know, if you buy me this book, I promise I'll read it." Because I wasn't, <laughs> You're like... and he was like, "Whatever, you won't." And then I just sort of absorbed it, and then I became addicted. And I'd wanted to be. Uh, a storyteller despite the fact that everything was saying I shouldn't be a storyteller <laughs> and and it's 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 I suppose it's it's for that reason it feels like a um a calling if that makes sense like uh why you join it does yeah I mean ministry. it's almost like it chose you really to a degree mm. uh, I've heard that before you know it's like there are other things that you could do but this mm you know, is far more enjoyable, uh, especially when you have the ability to create your own content. And what advice would you have for somebody who is looking to do something like this? I mean, we have a, in a day and age of technology where cell phones, mm. I mean, there's just so much availability, the availability to stream, put it on YouTube, TikTok. I mean, the list goes on and on, but for somebody who might feel stuck, who wants to create content, who wants to put right what they know? Um, what what mm. would advice you would give? I don't know. I suppose it's probably enjoy the journey uh, and ask yourself why why you want to do it. Do you know? I mean, uh, you're going to need a lot more to go on this journey um, if it's if it's based around just get, becoming famous or or something like that. I don't know if that will will sustain you. Um, <laughs> it's certainly probably not. <laughs> you know. Um, it's certainly, I do believe if you, if, uh, you know, for me, I watched um, a film called Animal Kingdom that I loved. And, oh, yeah, um, good one. You seen it? It's great. Yeah. And the, I love the guy's short films, uh, David Melshod's short films. And I 
after watching that, I just went away and I wrote my first um, short film, Hitchhike. And then, and m making shorts for me was a great way to sort of explore um, creating a narrative over over ten minutes or something, seeing if those um, those films connect. See, see if you know that's how you discover your voice. I suppose that's the kind of thing we we, we need to discover our voices and and what we're actually wanting to say about the world or what is interesting that is going to make people laugh or be entertained or cry or or whatever. So I, I've, I'm i a huge fan of short films. I love them. I've watched them. I made a couple and that's that was a profound experience. And and that sort of put me on the on track to um to making my my first uh first feature. But I suppose knowing doing that, exploring just making stuff and knowing what you're what you're actually writing about is is very helpful. Absolutely. And one last mm. question. When mm. and where could people watch the film when they get a chance? Well, you'll get to see it in cinemas in the US on the 24th uh, of this month, which is exciting. And then I believe there's going to be uh, kind of streaming options. You'll be able to buy it on, on Apple and that kind of a thing. Um, uh, and a Prime, I, I believe. Um, but I'll tell you what, go, go see it in the cinemas because it's, yes. you know, like these are, it's a human experience. If you watch it with other humans, they will, that, 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 experience will be amplified <laughs> yeah. amplified for you, you know? instead of mm. your cell phone unless you're traveling but please uh, go see it in a theater uh yeah i mean support you know, the work. Uh, <laughs> i always think it's just a it's also just about that i mean imagine that you know this new episode um the last of us that last the third episode that everyone's going on about I, the bottle I really episode loved. yeah yeah I, lo I really loved it and um you know, if you if you you're watching them on the TV by yourself, you'll probably feel something. You're watching them on the TV with your whole family, you're going to feel more. You know, um, and that's what it's about for me. It's just that human experience. Wow. Yeah. Well, congratulations on this. Very excited, and thank you, Matthew, for your time. I appreciate it. Be sure to see this film when it's available to watch in theaters, and subsequently streaming. Matthew Savile, thank you so much. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Uh, it was great chatting to you too. Take care. Likewise. Thank you.